know, fast forward to catching Peyton's last pass in the Super Bowl, that was just, you know, perseverance and sticking with certain things. And I told myself when I went undrafted, I'm coming to Denver, and if I can play with Peyton Manning and get his offense down, I can play anywhere in the league. Two-point conversion coming up. The drive from a couple out from the gun. Hits the pass to Fowler. I felt amazing. It's a, it's a real feeling. You know, winning the Super Bowl, the way we want it, the fashion we want it. Uh, it's an amazing feeling. And the Denver Broncos have taken Super Bowl 50. Well, I was undrafted and I did practice squad last year and I just had that chip on my shoulder that I didn't want to be on practice squad and I wanted to make an impact and, you know, be on the field with guys like Peyton and Demarcus Ware, Demarius Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders. So I dedicated myself throughout the whole offseason, and I was able to make those strides in the preseason and then in the regular season. Then third and 12, here they come blitzing again from the secondary. Pass is caught by Fowler, who breaks off the tackle from Allen, and is down at the 35. Yo, 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 this is the podcast Let's Talk More Do. I'm your host, Lamar Griffin, and today on the episode, we have an entrepreneur just released his book, should be best-selling author here soon. I'm going to just speak that into the universe. I'm going to let him introduce yourself, and oh yeah, by the way, he won, a, he won a Super Bowl, you know, one of those things, if you know what that is, if you're into football. <laughs> Go ahead and introduce yourself, Benny. Uh, Benny Fowler from Detroit, Michigan, uh, six-year NFL wide receiver going into my seventh year. Super Bowl champion, and before I got here, I found out that I am a best-selling Amazon author. Hey, let's go. I swear <laughs> I did not even know that. I just yeah. I was trying to speak it into the universe. That's so crazy. Yes, sir. Appreciate that. I appreciate you taking the time to come today. The book came out yesterday, right? Yep, yesterday. Yesterday the book came out. Uh, we're we're going to talk about Benny's book for the listeners that don't uh, have the link. I'm going to put the link to the book uh, in the podcast. We're also filming for YouTube. So uh, if you guys want to check out this episode, we, we got Benny in here, and we want to try to take advantage of his time. Uh, I bought the book last night on Kindle, man. I got to read through some of it. Uh, Benny brought me a hard copy today that I'm really excited. I'm probably going to give that to my daughter. Yes, and speaking of that, I, so I was just reading the book. My daughter's 10 months, man. I was just reading the book to my daughter as I was putting her to sleep and it read like it didn't read like you were a Super Bowl champion it didn't read like you were a wide receiver that can catch the ball run somebody over it just read like you're a super intelligent guy that graduated from you know the school you graduated from shot to Michigan State yes sir <laughs> Spartan Nation right there but yeah that's what I wanted it to read like I didn't want this to be an athlete just an athlete I am an athlete but that's not everything I am right I'm a human being I'm a graduate of Michigan State, got my degree. Um, so I want to share that with people, and I want people to understand that <clears throat> athletes are very smart and very intelligent people as well. And, uh, you know, that's what the book is doing. Definitely, definitely. So I want to I want to touch. I, I got some of the tid, tidbits out of the book that I really liked that I want to touch on before we even like jump into a million different things. So I want to read uh, one of the parts out of the books that I really liked. And I just want to chat with you about that part. Yeah. It says, I learned that the best approach is to stay focused on your goals and to keep working to reach them. I learned to treat failure as an opportunity to acquire new skills and knowledge. That really hit me, man. You want to you want to elaborate on that? Like I I learned to treat failure as an opportunity to acquire skills and knowledge. Yeah. So <clears throat> with every failure comes skill acquisition. It's just like when you're younger and you're a baby and they tell you don't touch the hot stove. <laughs> but you have to understand and go through that and you're going to touch it anyway because you you don't understand what it's going to do to you. Right. So that failure, 
you touch it, it comes hot. Then you know not to do that anymore. Okay. So you, you learn that. And everything, every, with comes with every failure that comes in life, that's what you're going to learn. You're going to learn not to do that. And that's why I tell people, like when you're going after your goals and dreams, you should chase failure. Right, Because that's right. going to make you stronger as a person. And it's going to make you understand things. Like, all right, like I just released my book. Now, there are certain things that I learned throughout the process that when I write my second one, that I'll learn from. So there were some failures in there and things that I have to understand. But failure is going to come in life. So you might as well take on a positive approach to it. Ooh, okay, that's a bomb. What were some of the trials and tribulations that you had making this book and you know, like creating it? Um, it's gonna take some time. Okay, number one, um, you're gonna have. I learned a lot of patience throughout the process, so it took me <clears throat> about a year and a half, two years. Okay. But I had a, a somebody help me write it, of course, and help me understand it because I was, you know, playing and things like Definitely. that. So, and all the people that were in the book. It takes time, you know, for them to get time to do their interviews and for me to get all their content and information. Shout out Draymond. Yes, sir. <laughs> My brother for life. <clears throat> but yeah, it taught me patience in that success doesn't happen in a day. It happens every single day. Wow. So many guys tell stories about your work ethic. Yeah. What was really your work ethic like and for how long did you stay disciplined? Um, well, I mean... I mean, every day, I mean, since, you know, for 20 years, I mean, it was an everyday process and trying to figure out strengths and weaknesses. For example, jumping ability, man, my vertical was a 40, wasn't a 46 or a 40, mm -hmm. 45. Um, my hands are big, but they're not massive, right? So you got to figure out ways to strengthen them. So your hands are strong enough to be able to palm a ball and do the things that you need to do. Uh, quickness, I was quick, but not insanely quick. I was fast, but not ridiculously fast, right? So I had to rely on skill a lot more. I had to rely on angles a lot more. I had to study the game a lot more. And, uh, but I enjoyed it though. So like from the time I was, I can remember when I started watching the game, I studied the game mm. and it just never changed. Success doesn't happen in a day. It happens every single day. Oh. It was just like actually breaking my goals down, actually approaching it the way you do a football game. So okay. you have your short-term goals, that will lead to your long-term goals. So the long-term goal was to write the book. Now we got to break it down. We got to break it down into chapters. Now we got to break down into the content in each chapters, and then just winning each day, right? Like that. So that's small what, little yeah. victories. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I'm gonna take that away. That's that's a good little tidbit for me, as you know, someone that's inspiring to be an author. Talk to me about. I don't want to give away too much of the book for the people that listen to the podcast that haven't read it, or the people that's watching this on YouTube. But like, talk to me about. So I just became a parent. I mean, I know everyone that wants to hear about a lot of football stuff with Benny. I'm sorry, this this is not that. We, will, I promise, I will get him back on the show and we'll talk football and sports. But this is more so book entrepreneur, the businessman that he is. So like, my wife has a pretty good job. I have a pretty good job. That's way different than how I was raised. You know, my mom, I came from, you know, we didn't have a lot. And it, the way you refer to Silver Spoon, I don't want to tell you guys because you got to read exactly how he describes it in the book. I feel like that is the perfect, like, metaphor to, like, that, that, that like, meaning of what a silver spoon is. Because people look at it as, like, you're rich, you were born rich, things are easy for you, which that's not it. Like, talk to me, talk to me about, like, how you, like, really went about, like, figuring out that definition of what a silver spoon is, how it helped you get to where you were. Yeah, so, you know, everybody has that, you know, bad perception of Silver Spoon, you know, he's spoiled, he's this, she's that, she's this. <clears throat> but, you know, adversity comes to everybody. Everybody. Life is undefeated. 
life always wins. So you're going to have adversity throughout your life. How are you going to handle it? It doesn't matter if you're rich or poor. Some of the richest people in the world are, aren't happy people. Right. They're sad, miserable sometimes. So money isn't everything. And if you're not coming from a good situation, you should want to get out of that. Right. And I, and I, and like LeBron said, LeBron had that commercial come out a couple weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago, you know, and it's ironic that he said it, but at the start of the commercial, it says, what if there were no more humble beginnings? Wow. Well, well, if there are no more humble beginnings, that means you're going to grow up like me. That doesn't mean adversity is not coming. Right. It is. (laughs) It's just going to come in different forms. The brain doesn't know a loss on football or uh, losing your job or anything like that. It only knows. It's a loss. It's a loss. Right. So that's what people have to understand. So your brain takes a loss the same way. And I'm super into mental health and understanding the brain. So when people say, oh, you're from the suburbs and this and that. Well, if you take a loss and I take a loss, our brains react to it the same they're way. Both losses. So they're both losses. So uh, that's what I want people to understand. I like that. I like that. And and that's really, I mean, that was, that was a struggle that, you know, me and my wife were going through as, you know, being first time parents. It's like, I came from where, you know, I had to work for things. My mom had to work hard, just working hard just because of the circumstances. And now it's like, you know, my daughters, I, I, I didn't, I didn't fly until I was like, 18 my daughter's been on six flights she isn't one and it's just like and and I looked at it and I was like am I spoiling my daughter and it's like no I want her to see different places I have the means to take her different places why should I feel bad that I'm taking her places we're not rich we just we needed to go somewhere to see something so we got on the plane and it's like that was the circumstances yeah you're just that's my dad didn't come from a very good situation at all uh, being born and raised in Augusta Georgia but you know he worked his butt off to get where he's at today as my mom as well from East Chicago, Indiana. And they take me everywhere. They want me to experience this and not and to so I can understand like, this is what you can get if you right. work hard or if you sacrifice or you dedicate yourself, this is what your life can be like. So my parents teach not out of fear, but out of what you can do to achieve certain things. Okay. 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 All right, so speak to, I mean, I know I know the people are dying for it, the listeners, the people on YouTube. Let's talk about, uh, there's a part in the book, like I said, I don't want to give too much of the book away because I, <laughs> I, I, I got the hard copy with me now, people, but I got to read, and I got to about chapter four, you know, between last night and this morning reading with my daughter, and there's, it's just been so much good stuff. But there's a moment that stuck out to me about when you, uh, you dropped a pass in college and then, you know, fast forward to you catching – uh, one of uh, the last passes from the legendary Peyton Manning in Super Bowl 50 to, you know, pretty much, you know, seal the game, make the game go smoother. Everyone felt more comfortable once you caught that pass. It was they were going to have to do a lot to, you know, try to come back. So talk me through the, talk me through that drop and then talk me through catching the pass with Peyton Manning. And, you know, and kind of don't give them the book version. Give me give me the podcast version, because I, I don't want to yeah. spill the book for the people that's going to buy it after they hear this or see this. Yeah, definitely. Um so that drop was like one of my first big starts um, as an athlete on ABC against Notre Dame. And, you know, it was just a, a normal fly route. Bam, had the ball in my hands, went right through my hands. And now this happened in the first quarter. We didn't lose the game in the right. first quarter. But that was like the first time, like, I had felt that pressure and that anxiety and that nervousness. So I'm like, man, wow, like – what is this? And I this felt is, like this is something <clears throat> unnormal. Like, yeah, it wasn't normal to me because I had had success at Michigan State up until that point. But I was just, you know, in a more of a uh, 
a, a role player, right? Not, right. Not the, not the guy. So, you know, you get that, you get more attention and scrutiny and that's when like, you know, Twitter and stuff had just started coming oh, yeah. out. So, so people, pe- pe- people that haven't done anything, you can have an opinion on things you're yeah. doing. <laughs> Death threats and wow. Uh, you know, things like just crazy tweets at me and I, you know, just didn't know how to handle it. And, you know, being talked about like that in the media. So I'm just like, you know, that's when I started, that's when I actually really got into reading and understanding and journaling and trying to get all my thoughts out just because right. I had never handled that before. So I got this book, The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari, one of my favorite books of all time. Okay. I'm, we're going to have to check that out. Yeah. It learns, teaches you how to go through a journey and put the right steps in place. Also meditation and other things for the mind. So okay. I really got into that and, you know, fast forward to catching Peyton's last pass in the Super Bowl. That was just, you know, perseverance and sticking with certain things. And I told myself <clears throat> when I went undrafted, I'm coming to Denver, and if I can play with Peyton Manning and get his offense down, I can play anywhere in the league. True. And that's <laughs> what happened, and I ended up catching his last pass. That's amazing, man. But what is next for you, man? Tell the people what is next for you. What What do you have planned for the book? Is there anywhere that they can, you know, are you going to be doing any signings? Uh, are you going to be doing any giveaways? And then, uh, yeah, just let the people know what, what's next. Uh, right now, what's next is that I will be doing some signings in East Lansing, Michigan, um, you know, where I went to school. But, you know, if anybody's out here in Denver, um, they feel free to reach out on my Twitter, Instagram, Facebook page. Just reach out there and I will come and sign or we can meet somewhere and I'll sign your copy personally. I'm doing public speaking um, also in the Denver area or if anybody wants me to come speak, you know, I speak on achieving success, team culture, building leadership. Um, and then obviously I'm a free agent. So, you know, who knows if I come back here to play, right. you know, cause my former head coach, Pat Shermer in New York is now the offense coordinator for the Broncos. So I could maybe come back here. That would be awesome. Yeah. Or, you know, so there's some things out there, uh, in line, but you know, I'm super excited about what the future holds. Okay. Okay. And last but not least, let the people know where they can find this book, where they can buy this book. Everybody, you can find it on Amazon. It will be on Amazon. Uh, the hard copies will be available next week, but paperback and Kindle are available right now. Perfect, perfect. And before we get off the podcast, I'm gonna have you sign my copy. Yes, sir. And I gotta pay for it too. Don't think, don't think Benny giving <laughs> to me for free. You gotta pay for good things, man. I have no problem. And can you make it out to Malia because it's, it's for the daughter? So I got Benny signing my copy right now for everybody on the podcast. Uh, make sure you check out the links. I'm gonna link everything you need to find Benny: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and also to the Amazon where you can purchase this book. The book just came out yesterday. As Benny just said, it's already an Amazon bestseller. That is phenomenal. Congratulations on that, by the way. Yeah, man. appreciate. Did you, you did you have that goal, or did you just want to <clears> write it? Like me, like when I was writing my book, I was like. I wanted to be a bestseller, but then I, I did some research, did some reading. It's like, you don't, that's not the reason you should write a book. So that took me back and I was like, okay, I just want to write a good book. And if it's a bestseller, that'd be cool. Yeah, I had the same uh, approach as you. Um, you know, when I talk to people about it, they're like, this book is going to get you in more doors than you know. So that's really the most important thing. I want people to understand the stories in there and continue to pick it up and read it and give it to other people. And then if I get bestseller along the way, and that's amazing. Boom. Perfect, perfect. Well, appreciate you stopping by, man. Appreciate your time. You guys, make sure y'all go buy the book. Make sure you guys follow Benny on all platforms. Okay, I'm finally perfect. You know?
know? Y'all already know what it is. And if you don't, then the great Benny Fresh will enlighten you. Uh, we might be doing some stuff in the future together, so y'all look out. Benny, I appreciate yes, you sir. stopping hey, by, man. man. Appreciate you having me. Yes, thank <laughs> yes, you. Yes, sir. This is the podcast. Let's talk more. Do I mean host Lamar Griffin? Peace. Peace.